once again, I still need to fix the fail on that. <laughs> we started every <laughs> podcast with that opening line. Maybe that'll just be the running joke. <clears throat> yeah. Hi, Trent. Trent. Hi, Sean. Nice to see you. What's up? <laughs> no? <coughs> Trent. Slight delay you. there. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Right. So, uh, so my name is Trent. Uh, I... Um, own and operate uh, the Craft Quiz Company. It's a live event uh, business that um, uh, started in the greater Houston, Texas area uh, in the United States. And, I, you know, we're excited about the direction of the of the company. And uh, I've I've got some experience in uh, in live events. I've got some experience, uh, a lot of experience behind the microphone and uh, just you know, exploring how I can uh, monetize that and put that into, you know, something that people can enjoy. Uh, and that led me to uh, to you, Sean, and um, and us talking about, you know, some different things with uh, with uh, Rockstar Bingo and and uh, how that's, you know, contributed to uh, to the craft quiz company and and what that looks like for us going forward. And and here we are now uh, to to discuss um, some more ridiculous things about my life. Do you say your life or your wife? Life, L. Okay, life. Yeah. You don't want to talk about ridiculous things about your wife, right? This, this is the wrong podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. How long? How long has uh, Music Bingo been going for you? A couple. Uh, so we we actually just added um, Rockstar Bingo. Uh, we added Music Bingo using really rockstar bingo platform uh in january january 1st so uh only for a few months and um and it's 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 caught on really fast and uh and people people really enjoy it they enjoy how um you know how intuitive it is and uh and how how easy it is to to operate and uh, and it's a, it's just a blast, you know, as, as a host, you don't have to, there's, there's a lot less you have to worry about, you know, to, uh, to make sure that everybody's having a good time. So, uh, but yeah, we started it in January and, and, and going strong since. Nice. And my recollection, cause we were talking about, about two weeks ago when I was in Florida, yeah. you were, were you using Spotify or you were doing, you were doing the manual approach? Sp Spotify. Yeah. 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 So we, uh, we haven't used a, a live band. I haven't uh, built any, any uh playlists directly in or anything we've been uh using spotify and uh it's it's worked like a charm you know the, the way i view it is there's a lot of work that goes into um i should sidebar long enough to tell you that the the craft quiz company started as a live trivia uh business bar trivia restaurant trivia stuff like that uh not trivia about bars or restaurants but uh yeah. in bars and restaurants and um and the way i've, I've viewed it is the the legwork for trivia stuff is uh is sort of nonstop. like you 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 put together everything you know you go through several different channels to make sure that everything is is the way it's supposed to be and then uh it doesn't stop you know even when you're hosting you're just constantly you know grading sheets moving it to to the you know the score sheet and uh, and reading and uh, throwing in the the plugs, you know, here and there, it really is uh, not too dissimilar, you know, to hosting a radio show when you're uh, when you're doing a, a live trivia event with Music Bingo. A lot of the legwork is done. Most of the legwork is done ahead of time because you build the playlist, you get everything ready to go, and then once you start the uh, the event, 
I mean, it really is just kind of hanging out with the, the, the patrons, you know, and, and, and just having fun with them. I feel like you can be a little bit more of a, uh, of a host and less of, um, uh, of someone that's just facilitating an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Well, and there's, there's an art form to the, the trivia part for sure. It's more of a romance mm-hmm. for the host, right? I think you get in touch with yeah. your, your content, right? Um, yeah, Jacob. absolutely. I think re- like just reading a question, anybody can just read a question. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think what makes a good trivia host is when you can uh, sort of take a round and kind of bring it to life and and uh, and, and engage with, uh, you know, with the, the, the patrons in a way that uh, makes it a little bit more exciting to tell me what the longest Shakespeare play is, you know. <laughs> I want to introduce you to another fellow named Jacob at some point. So remind me afterwards because you guys okay. have a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, you know, and, and, um, I mean, I think that the secret sauce, of the music bingo is short attention span. You can sing along, uh, you can move on, you know? And so yeah, the seems to help a lot. You can, and you can have a few beers and you don't really have to concentrate. Someone's either going to sing the chorus and you're going to pick up on it or so we actually, have a lot of, I keep having the same conversation. I think I even had it with you. It was about prizing, right? At, yeah. at the end of the day, the, the, the game it comes down to are you allowed to cheat or not and it comes down to how good the prizes are if you're winning a budweiser yeah. trucker cap yeah cheat all you want. nobody cares but you put Who like cares? a an ipad on the line and all of a sudden people the, the, the whole <laughs> dynamic of the game changes you know it's funny i even bring that up uh before we start the game i, I even bring it up that I just emphasize the you know really the 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 one major rule that i have you know when i host is i just can't tell you if a song has already been played and uh and so i just kind of turn it into a you know turn it into a joke where it's like you know you either need to make friends with the person that's sitting next to you or be as cutthroat as i would be if i was sitting in your shoes so uh mm-hmm. you know it's 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 simply you know it or you don't you know and if and like you said if it's a, a prize that you know people are just kind of there to have fun and it's just something they can kind of pick up while they're there then uh, whatever who's First of all, who's going to know if if you're shazamming everything, you know, at the same time, uh, who really would care if it's really that not that big of a, a not that big of a prize? If I was hosting like a cash event or something like that, that would be different. And, you know, we would probably have um, uh, people situated, you know, in a way where I don't know, maybe there's uh, a, a referee that's, you know, sort of keeping an eye on uh, on on everyone as they're as they're playing. Uh, because it would be a little bit more, well, it'd be a lot more serious, you know, if you're talking about a Budweiser trucker cap to a, you know, hundred dollar cash prize or something, but. And you, and you gotta, and we've talked about this in the podcast before you got to watch it with the cash prizes. Cause if you're, mm-hmm. if you charge and give away cash, that's, that's gambling. And that's where, mm-hmm. that's why bingo halls exist. So bingo yeah. can be that line that crosses over where you gotta be like, well, careful. You don't, cause it seems obvious at first. So oh, let's just charge 10 bucks a head. And, you know, we'll give like a 50-50 draw, but those are always governed by lotteries, right? So Yeah, and full disclosure, the Craft Quiz Company does not do cash <laughs> prizes. <laughs> a contrast to the, uh, to the, the, the prize <laughs> level is all I'm saying. So we've yeah. beaten around the bush a bit here. So what prizes do you give out for your games? Yeah, so uh, I leave it up to the venues. I don't. Uh, I don't specifically uh, advise the, uh, the venues on what prizes they should give. 
mm-hmm. what I do is I, I suggest uh, ideas for, you know, for prizes. Obviously, merchandise is, um, is, a, is a big one. Uh, giving away, you know, uh, one of the venue's T-shirts, you know, or one of the venue's hats is a, a, an, an easy and, and obvious one. Um, I, I, if we have a venue that wants to give away uh, uh, drinks, then we don't give away actual drinks. We'll have tokens or tickets that will um, that will sub in, and we actually give those tickets away, so that it's not us, you know, dishing out uh, alcoholic beverages, but rather the the tickets that the the venue can then trade for whatever they want, you know, for those. So uh, I've even got one venue where I don't even see the prizes. I just I, I they win the bingo and I send them to the bartender, and the bartender takes care of them. So. Um, but it, it varies from uh, venue to venue, um, and most most of the time, what we see is some sort of uh, of of drink ticket, you know, or merchandise from their uh, their merch table. Hmm. You know, in the same vein, and I already already Gemini and I talked briefly about whether we would talk about new features, but there's a new feature rolling out this week, which is going to be uh, your ability as a host to to do manual bingo validation. So right oh. now what we did is made automatic, right? Which is really handy because it's like you either won or you didn't. It's math. You can blame the system. There's right. so many scenarios where if you switch to manual, so you're basically turning off targets. So now you have to eyeball it, but you can decide whether the person won or not. And that mm. opens up a whole new area. Like you could just decide to play a different song, like not in mm-hmm. order. Particularly. Um, the other one is, um, you could just be like, oh, I got a whole bunch of prizes tonight. And uh, so the first person to have three um, songs anywhere on their card, call bingo, because they would be able to do that. And you'd be on your end go, yep, I see that you got three and and validate it and give them a prize. So that's yeah. going to roll out this week. And I think that's, you know, because we care most about empowering hosts and mm-hmm. any way to make, put more attention on you as being the guy that everyone loves, the better. So, you know, dig up more prizes prizes equals more relationships with partners and sponsors and the bar. And, you know, so almost the more prizes you can have, even if they're small and silly, you know, we've got our free air guitar strings, which is basically just Ziploc sandwich bags um, and a sticker on it <laughs> um, you know, of air guitar strings. Um, like that's all you need. And people like that, that's actually the most popular prize at our band night is people love my little Ziploc sandwich bags. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh no, he's going to put a picture up now. <laughs> oh, and for those of you listening, you'll be able to see. Oh, see, look, I can't. Oh see. yeah, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Um. Anyways, yeah, I just like to share my air guitar strings. And you notice they come with uh, four free air guitar picks. I see that. Yeah, I was. I literally just noticed that sticker. Yeah, yeah. It comes with four free air guitar picks. That's very nice. Yeah. Very nice. So in terms of like um, actual <coughs> venues and games and, and how you host, how many games are you looking at per, per week of Music Bingo at the moment? Um, I host uh, two, about to be three per week uh, that, that I do. Um, <clears throat> we are in the process of, um, of reaching out to some of our uh, trivia venues that want to, in addition to trivia, add another day that is um, that is music bingo. Um, they they like what we you know what we do with the uh, the trivia event and um, and they want that same sort of 
um, atmosphere and, and, and feeling for the, uh, the music bingo idea. Um, so I do two about to be, uh, three per week. Um, once we get any more, uh, that any more of our existing venues that commit to it, um, then we're going to start sort of a, a, a training, um, uh, program for our hosts to learn how to, uh, how to host, uh, music bingo. And in terms of rockstar bingo, the, the actual platform, there's not a ton of training that really has to happen with the exception of, uh, of the building the playlists. And, and even then I think I would still have, uh, my writing staff, uh, sort of develop those playlists or it might be, might even be something that I just take on and, uh, and I take care of building the playlist just so I can make sure the themes are, are, are um, appropriate for specific venues and the songs that are, are, are being added to those uh, to those lists are appropriate for those you know specific venues. Um, and then w- once we start adding more venues, then we'll you know the, the training portion will be how can you take this platform and and turn it turn it into a live event that is, uh, it is seamless and um, aesthetically pleasing, um, you know, pleasing to the ear, you know, not having, you know, Sean, you and I talked about, uh, I, I don't, I don't want the song. I don't want the song to just cut off, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the, after 20 seconds. Uh, so part of the training would, would literally physically be training people how to uh, to pull the slide down and the timing of switching the song, pulling the slide back up, just so the production value is is um, is where I would want it to be for the, you know, for the company. Um, that is a really really long answer to your question. Uh, two, two, you know, two to three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, it's a good point because we would love to be able to offer more control over the Spotify platform right like we would love to, be able yeah. to end on where you'd like to end it we can't actually send that as a command to their system right and right. there's no sort of fade in fade out so yeah there's and it's it's interesting you either kind of let it do its thing and it just jumps from one song to the other you use rockstar bingo as the gaming platform but then you just search and hunt and peck using your music platform maybe even it still might be spotify but now you're mixing it off to the side right a lot of ways to do that but uh yeah we'd love to be able to provide that nuance but we we just can't they're just right it's not, these platforms work unfortunately. hey uh, if i can if i can ask you really quick you, you were just talking about some some new things that you were uh something that i that i thought about after our conversation last um is when you switch to the four corners target is there a way uh within that within that target if you're already like, let's say that's the second or the third target uh, w- within one playlist, uh, is there a way to black out um, ing from the, the the playlists so that we're not having to click through those those? You're, yeah, you're laughing. I'm sure you've probably already been asked this, but I was curious. Yeah, we have. We've we've talked about it, and. Um... So the goal there is make the game go faster because otherwise you're playing songs for no reason, right? Like if the song's on right. the eye, no one can have it. Right. Um, that's a pretty architecturally challenging thing to do. And, and we would spend so much time tweaking everything that 
Yeah, I mean, the answer is just no. And because the songs are randomly displaced on different cards, it's not all just on the... Yeah, no. So the answer is no, and we're not... Yeah, right. Uh, so it's a long answer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we, we talk about a lot. Like there's that's, things... that's the nicest way. I, I don't mean to interrupt. That's the nicest way anyone has ever said no. <laughs> I'm, good. I'm sure you need to toughen up a bit. <laughs> It's called the shit sandwich, right? It's like a yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. of on the front, and then you hit them, and then you just a little bit there on the go. end. Right? So there you go. Yeah, no. I, um, it's. I'd like to do that. I think that's where the the manual bingo validation comes in too, though. Is right. you can kind of dictate where things are a bit more. So. Mm. Yeah, I won't if, say if never. You could, even if you had like the manual access to the 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 playlist, instead of hitting next, just double clicking on you know, the next B or the next O that's in the list or, you know, something like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm just a guy. I don't know how it works. I, I think the manual thing, we, we probably, we want to get it to the point where you, it's not just the next button. You could actually cherry pick, at which point you could just pick the Bs that would and the O's, right? Fix it. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that's probably how we'll see that unfold. Okay. Um, the thing, and you, I'm sure you realize it's like four corners might as well be a full card. Right, like you, you're getting the song seventy four. It's yeah. amazing. I, it, I found that out the hard way the first time that I did it. I made it the uh, I made it the second target in a playlist, and I immediately regretted it. But <laughs> it doesn't make sense, right? Like you're just like I'm just looking for four songs, but that's yeah, it's just not how it works. But the X, that fourth song is going to be seventy four. Yep. Yeah, you might as well say full card because it's like one song less, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every time, it doesn't matter how big the audience is. Well, no, I, I take that back. Occasionally, like we had a show where someone got a bingo in four songs. Like just, I've, wow. never, I've rarely seen that. So that is yeah. like, they bought a lottery ticket because that's actually- I've had one in like seven or eight, but- Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't happen very often. So when we do it on our Thursday shows, we're, we always have between 20 and 60 players, depending on the how successful the night is and- Right. It's always like 40 to 44 songs for the first bingo. Like just almost always. And then once in a while, yeah. And that, that's the, we should be talking, you should be talking, not me. But <laughs> I, the one question I get all the time is how long does a music bingo game take? And it's like, who knows? How long are you playing the songs? How many people are there? How lucky are they? Um, did you stop to talk? Yeah. You know, like, it's just... So when people ask me that, uh, and maybe this will be helpful for anybody that's listening and they're like, I don't really know how to respond to that. Uh, not that this is the right answer. This is just the answer that I give. Uh, it, when they ask me, uh, well, how, you know, how long does it take? I said, well, it, it, we, we schedule two hours to play. And what we try to do, and, and this is what I tell them, we're going to get to as many playlists and as many targets as we can within two hours. And if we start the last playlist at, let's say we're ending at uh, nine o'clock. If we start the last playlist at eight fifty nine, then we'll play until nine twenty. You know, to get through that last playlist. Um, but it what whatever whatever playlist we can fit within that two hour uh, span span is what is what we do. And um, I don't really have a lot of questions about it after that. They're just like, oh, okay, well, I'll play as long as I can, and then if I need to leave, I need to leave. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, you mentioned themes earlier, and it's probably Gemma's favorite topic, like you know, playlist ideas or just themes yeah. that work. Um, 
what are your well so one's a question and one's a suggestion because i i want to okay. see theme, themes go on uh like beyond the music so like if you're gonna have an 80s night tell people in advance come and dress up right like there's some movie yeah. theaters actually doing this where they're incorporate you making use of a movie theater and kind of doing the rocky horror picture show thing where like everyone it's an event it's not just sitting in a bar and drinking you're actually like partaking in right. the music and dressing up right so 80s is a 80s just always works everywhere. Every, every mm-hmm. kid is either grown up with parents with it or the parents themselves know it just seems to be, it's also just good music. Like, let's face it, the 90s sucked. And, and I, I did an 80s playlist literally uh, yesterday. So, yeah. Oh, wow. So here's my question, because it took forever to get to it. Do you have a favorite besides 80s? I do. Um, I'm, I'm, let me pull this up really quick, because I don't want to say I don't want to say it wrong. Uh, it's It's one of my favorites. Oh, I want to say. He's gonna say wrong. yacht rock, Jim. He's gonna say yacht. Oh uh, no, 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 no! I do use, I do use uh, yacht rock from from time to time. But uh, oh, is it Disney princess films? <laughs> okay, all right. We're, we're gonna uh, we're gonna come back to that in just a second because okay, uh, I do have a story about that. Um, <laughs> okay, it is Michael's Jacks and Sons. Uh, that's my favorite uh my favorite playlist um that I, I did it's got a lot of michael jackson obviously jackson five uh but any artist uh that's that's you know jack whatever or jackson or uh and then you know anything any song title with uh son in it or uh you know mumford and sons you know to for example michael's jackson sons that's a really good mix of a lot of different genres and it's a it's it's a fun one is that That's proprietary? Really cool. we, we it we, is that proprietary, or would you share it with us, or could we make our no, own? No, I'd share it. Yeah, no, no, I, I would share it yeah. with you. Yeah, but it's—I mean, it's got. There's a little bit of uh, '90s country in there. There's rock. There's there's hip hop. I mean, it's it is a good mix for uh, a crowd that's anywhere from you know 20 to 60. I mean, really, it's a fun one. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. oh the, uh, the 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 Disney one. I wanted to say something about the Disney thing. Yeah, go on. I used a Disney playlist and I made the mistake of not pulling out some of the obscure uh, Disney uh, Disney tunes. And something happened where when it randomly drew the songs, the order that, that, that it was drawn in, I'm not I'm not kidding me. The first 15, no one had ever heard ever. And uh, and so for 15 songs, I was just kind of like, oh, let's get to the next one. Let's <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, but it was, it, we had fun with it and we laughed about it and it was just funny. But yeah, Disney's a tricky one, isn't it? Because I mean, as Sean and probably many people will know, I'm a mega Disney fan. So I, I class myself as a different kind of level. So when it comes to a, a 75 song playlist, I'll probably know three quarters of them. Whereas yeah. most people probably know like 10. Yeah. And it's it, you're right. You've you've got to go for the big ones, like obviously Lion King, sort of Toy Story. But there are a lot of songs in the films that aren't really mainstream, are they? Yeah. So so basically, what you're saying is you've never heard the two words "obscure" and "Disney" together. This is the first time <laughs> yeah. you're hearing that combination. Yeah, I don't know what you're on about. Is Disney's okay. magic? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no. So so that game, I suppose. It's hard to eke out 75 songs. I think that's probably, that's what a lot of people say with some themes because we've had some people who go with like the versus theme. So I think there was someone who contacted us about a um, 
bridal shower or a baby shower bingo and they were going to do like taylor swift versus beyonce and they thought it was a Mm -hmm. great idea to start with but then you soon realize that it gets quite you got 32 33 songs Mm -hmm. of each and then you've got some sort of collaborations with other people and you go there aren't really that many big songs from two artists to fill a 75 song playlist is there yeah when when you when you start when you start when you start getting you know sort of cutesy with uh you know with the themes what i've noticed because i've i'll be honest and tell you when i first started i i would i would start to build a playlist and i'd get to about 40 and be like i'm gonna be stretching it for the rest of them you know and then i would yeah ditch it or either that or i would change the title and add you know sort of another kind of a thing to it you know um but yeah building the playlist getting past that you know 50 song mark is is kind of difficult yeah. to do at, at first yeah Hey, I don't know if it's if it's y'all's or if it's mine. Uh, I don't know if I, if I if I put it together if it's one that that you guys had that that I'm just using. Um, the boy bands versus girl bands. Oh yeah, I think we did create one of those. There's a few out okay. there. Though. I've seen different people. Oh use yeah, yeah. That's, we've that's got another, one. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've seen a few people post that. I've just looked at some of the stats and. A lot of, although it's not our playlist, a, a very popular one is Naughties at the moment. Um, so like Naughties hits, that's a, a big one. Obviously, a bit of a throwback now, but recent enough for a large generation to know. So when right. you say na- Naughties, you mean like N A U D H T I E S? Yes, naughty I do. Songs? Naughty. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So that's so the what, word is a, I meant. what is a naughty song? Oh, anything from two thousand. 2000 to 2010 oh okay oh you didn't understand what i meant sorry yeah 2000 to 2010 so you've got sort of like i guess beyonce start of beyonce and i can't think of any on the spot now but there's quite a lot of pop hits and i guess like j-lo and you got the boy bands and girl bands coming sort of starting haven't you and I'm still just yeah. figuring this out. So not like not as in two, like two zero zero zero. So you mean by yeah. not nothing? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Like, okay, okay, okay. like dirty by Christina Aguilera or I'm, you know I'm just, I'm just, I'm just putting this together too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why you were both quiet. No, I wasn't yeah, I yeah. wasn't being rude. I was being t- <laughs> Oh no. I was like, that sounds like an yeah. awesome playlist. Naughty songs, but like yeah. I, I mean like Pussy cat dolls, but would that be naughty? I suppose, right? So is that what that means? Because maybe that we need that as well. Naughty versus yeah. naughty. I mean, you could go naughty versus nice as well. That would be quite a good yeah. playlist. Yeah. Another, one. Nice. Another, so one got... did, uh, another one we did yesterday was, uh, you know, in light of the the Grammys coming up. I'm sure this is a, a list that people do all the time, but uh, I did Grammys uh, 2000 to current, um, and it's a it's a, I mean, it's a massive playlist and every song is, you know, every song's a hit. So it's a, wow. uh, it's a fun one. And do you take yeah. Will Smith out of that list? Cause he probably can't go there either. Right. I made so many Will Smith jokes yesterday and, uh, and it, they went over really well. I was really <laughs> funny yesterday and it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> yeah. It's going to trend for a bit, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Naughty's playlist, I'm just going to give a few songs so that you fully understand. We've got Justin Timberlake, Wheatus, Scouting for Girls, Sean Kingston, Kelly Clarkson, Britney, J-Lo, that kind of 
Yeah. It's quite a cool playlist. There's a few on there. I'll probably create one for Rockstar Bingo. Uh, I, I think you should do both. So how, how would you spell that naughty? Because like, is that the N-A-U-H? So naughty is in like being naughty is N-A-U and then naughty as in the naughties would be N-O-U. What is a naughties though? I still don't even know what that means. <laughs> I'm just assuming that means something, something starts with a two. What is naughties then? Well, it's a naught is like zero, isn't it? So naught is in the number right, zero. Right. Not a zero. So, yeah. so okay. the two thousand is like the zeros, isn't it? The zeros years. I don't know. We call it that a lot over here. That's the noughties. Huh. So maybe that's a British thing. It, it's not a Texas thing. That's for sure. It's not a it's not a Western Canada thing that I'm aware of. But. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. We were talking about it earlier. We're covering three different countries here. And we're, yeah. This is an educational show. You were yes. learning about all sorts of yeah. <laughs> So you said about uh, Michael Jackson's. Uh, you told us about your Disney disaster eighties. Any other any other playlists or themes you've sort of got planned or would like um, to cover? So I'm working on one uh, right now. Uh, I did one that was funk, food, and flowers. Um, and it was just uh, a, a combination of, you know, a lot of funk music, uh, you know, songs about food, songs with flowers in the title, stuff like that. Just cheesy ways to put a bunch of different genres together. Um, one Hit Wonders is always a, a real popular one. Um, I did. I, I have one that's just covers. It's, uh, it's which is a little bit more challenging because it's songs that you recognize, but some yeah you know some of them you have to kind of listen to the lyrics because it's not you know it might be a a, a different version of the song or uh you know just a uh, any kind of cover uh something like that uh biggie diddy and liddy uh is some uh 90s hip-hop uh it's a 90s hip-hop uh playlist that i'm putting together right now uh and then the other really popular one is dive bar jams um you know, any, any sing along kind of a, you know, jam that, you know, always ends up coming up when you're in a dive bar or something like that. Uh, but those are pretty popular ones. So what, nice. what's a dive bar jam song? Okay. I mean, let me pull... would be like Whitney Houston and Bette Midler. He's in there. Yeah. Yeah. And Journey. Uh, right? But dive bar would be, is it much, is it? Okay. So what I've heard talking to a couple of uh, bartenders is there certain songs, like if you play it, they'll just like shut you down. Like in some bars, like, you know, if you <laughs> ever play Mustang Sally in this bar, in fact, yeah. I used to play at a bar. It's long gone, but the sound man, if you played it, he would turn the system off. Oh so my would, gosh. Yeah, he was yeah, like, that's... I will never let Mustang Sally be played in this bar. Jesus. So. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I've got stuff. I mean, uh, Ain't No Sunshine, Bill Withers, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, Paul Simon. Billy Jean, uh, Brandy, Brown Eyed Girl, Brandy, Billy that's Holly, awesome. Buddy yeah. Holly, um, Don't Stop Believing, uh, and even like the cheesy bar jams, you know, like Every Morning by Sugar Ray is in there. Uh, but Blues Traveler, Hook, you know. Um, and then, of course, Whitney Houston is in there. Uh, the Joker, Steve Miller Band, but uh, there is, it's just any song that you can think of where it's like, oh, you know what? If if jukebox were still a, were still a thing, that would definitely be on the jukebox, you know. 
That's cool. Sean's making a list. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think it's cool. Like you've you've definitely got some of the most creative playlists we've had, rather than just just an era or just just a sort of a theme. You've gone very creative. It's really cool to see. You've gone full out there. We love it. Yeah, it's. I just I find it. You know, I find it fun. Oh, uh, sports anthems. Any anytime there's a, a massive sporting event. I'll uh, I'll throw in the sports anthem sports anthems uh, playlist and that's always fun because it's 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 anything you would hear you know at a live uh, sporting event or something like that that you know always ends up being something that people sing along with or uh, or at least you know heard if they're watching a game on TV they'll hear it in the background. Nice, yeah. I mean, I think Sean mentioned you've obviously been involved with radio um yeah. do you want to tell us a little bit more about that because obviously oh yeah it's a very we've... short story <laughs> go it's on a then very very short story I, i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you i just uh right. it's it, it is something that taught me it was something i learned i learned what radio is what radio isn't and what radio should be and i learned that very fast i had my own uh, call in request show and uh, and it was it was fun it was it was a blast you know I loved getting on the air uh, and there's there's a certain if if anybody's listened to this you've ever been involved in radio there's a certain um, nervousness no that doesn't even cut it there's a certain anxiety you know that in a good way that that comes along with you know jumping on air because uh, you just never know how many people are listening to you. And then I think because of that, it makes for this um, very authentic experience, you know, and uh, I had, I had a killer, killer radio show. I mean, it was so popular to me, but to everybody else, it was not very popular. And, uh, and it only lasted six months and then it got, uh, it got canned, but, uh, I got to stay on as a, as a programmer and I got to stay on, uh, as a producer. Um, but the, the live show did not, uh, turns out not a lot of people like my kind of music, I guess. I don't know, but sometimes you just have to stick it out. Like when, whenever you're getting, whenever you feel that resistance, you're just going to push a little bit harder. It's usually that last 10% where you're going to have a breakthrough. So yeah, that's yeah, tough though. When, when I'd love to it. do it again, but I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I feel like maybe radio is, um, I don't, I don't want to say it's dead, but it's, it's kind of lived its time. And I think now it's more into, you know, this, it's more into podcasts and, um, and uh, events where you can share music as opposed to um, streaming or not streaming, but, you know, cutting on the radio and listening to somebody blabber on about the last song that was just played or something. Yeah. Or you, you get back on radio because I love this topic. So to me, radio and music bingo mix because yeah. you, it's speakers. Um, and one thing radio doesn't usually have is access to your eyes. But in this case, you do. So you, so you should never play, in full disclosure, no one should ever play music bingo during their commute while they're driving their car, right? We don't want you doing that with your phone. But, you know, 6 o'clock on a Sunday afternoon, people are at a campfire listening to the radio and playing music bingo, like, against 4,000 other people and actually having, like, every, you know, under the B, this song's under the B, and this one's sponsored by, um, you know, Toyota or whatever, like you could actually get serious vendor and sponsor support 
um, involved in like every single song, right? That's because that's how radio mix stations make their money is right. So you actually get engagement from callers in a in a whole new way. And it's actually one of the reasons why we built into the app the ability to collect winner details. Because in a bar, it's someone puts up their hand or they walk up to the stage. But when they're invisible to you, you need to get their information after they've won. And that's why we have that sort of like screen at the end that says, hey, what's your name? What's your number? What's your email? And we'll, we'll get back to you and confirm because we'll know that we're, we're only going to ask them for those details if they actually were a winner. So, right. oh man, resurrect that radio career, but, uh, you know, tie that music bingo piece to it. Because it's it all comes back to music for the short attention span. Yeah. If you listen to the radio and you're listening to a four minute song or, you know, a tool song that's 14 minutes, tool has a lot of great songs and then they have some that aren't so great. So it's a long haul if you're not into it. But if it's mm -hmm. 20, 30 seconds and you're just like, I love this song. Oh, I love that song. I, I think that's where radio could be reborn and use the app. I think it'd be awesome. So yeah, there it is. I, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think, and, and I don't want to, I'm, I'm not trying to take anything away from it. it. It was, it was a blast. It was fun. I learned so much about the industry. I learned so much about, uh, I learned so much about advertising. I learned a lot about marketing, uh, and all the things that go into making this, you know, uh, making this radio show, which was leaps and bounds more complicated than I would have ever thought had I not had that job. Cool. Cool. Gemma, what else you got for us? I don't know. I was thinking about driving along then and radio. I was thinking how cool would like a drive-in event mixed with like a car event and have like the ultimate driving playlist, like roadie playlist. Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah. As in like yeah. a drive-in event music bingo, but you'd have like, like over here, sometimes you see like big Jeep events. So all Jeep owners come together and you go like meetups. Imagine if you had like a DJ or a band come along, music bingo to all the best driving songs. It'd be quite cool. Hmm. But yeah, That's sorry, I was just thinking out loud there. <laughs> I, I guess the Jeep thing is, I don't own a Jeep, so I don't know, but I guess the Jeep thing is worldwide then because that happens here all the time. Yeah, That's cool. But well, yeah, go Florida. on. Let's... Oh, go no, go on, Sean. You were in Florida. Well, I'm just showing off. No, I was in Florida and... Um... <laughs> And uh, actually, we were right outside of Estevan's. So I guess that's Gloria Estevan's husband's restaurant in Margaritaville. And uh, they had this big open area, and they had a band playing. And they had a, a you know big car thing, like classic car thing. And you're right, like music was playing through the whole place. So you could have had the music playing, people actually playing along, going for prizes, being pulled in. They had vendors and stuff. Like maybe yeah. even just like in those, I think, where they've got these things. You have a big enough sort of car gathering. Gathering, there are people with their craft tables and stuff, and they could have their, they could be offer a like you could really turn it into a whole thing and intertwine the music into the, the whole thing. <laughs> we have uh, one of the venues that that is looking to add uh, music bingo. Actually, is um, Margaritaville uh, in in Conroe, uh, Texas, and the. Uh, the land shark uh, bar and grill there at the Margaritaville resort. And, um, and so that's one of the places that we're excited about because uh, I mean, it's a crowd that would be spotty throughout the year. Uh, but when summer, comes, it'll just be slam packed all the time. You know, when, uh, yeah. when, when the, the resort is full, there's just going to be so many 
people there, you know, to have fun and, and, and listen to it. So I think bingo is going to go over really well there. Cool. Yeah, definitely. It's the right crowd, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. Sean, I'm just thinking you, um, obviously in Orlando, there's a Margaritaville, isn't there? I think I got in touch with them once and they, they messaged back and said it's something they'd think of, but I think they did mention obviously the quieter season winter period, but they'd think about it in summer. But yeah, I mean, definitely that tourist audience. I mean, it could be mm-hmm. amazing in summer, couldn't it? Especially yeah. with it being something that's, that's unique. Uh, yeah. you, most people are not going to have, um, you know, right now anyway, most people are not going to have music bingo at their favorite restaurant in town. Instead, they're, you know, here on vacation. And if you stay in a resort, odds are you're looking at the events that the resort's offering. Uh, and you're, you know, you're hitting these things while you're there to, you know, to have fun and make the most of your money. Um, and it's definitely something I think people would be interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because obviously, um, I don't know if Sean, you've mentioned on here before, but Give Kids the World are um, down in Florida are hosting Rockstar Bingo now to with the obviously kids and their families coming along. It's a nice sort of pool. They play it around the pool area, I think, don't they, Sean? I think so. Yeah. So they got this giant yeah. pirate ship, this massive TV, and they and kids are playing by the pool, and everyone can relax. And yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it, it kind of it works anywhere that you got speakers. That's really that's all you need, which is. Yep. Yeah, it's, that's all you need. <laughs> and internet, sorry, speakers and internet, because nobody's going back to paper. Won't do it. <clears throat> so. no. Yeah, that's one question, Trent. Um, yep. Has anyone said anything? Um, anyone wanted paperback? Um, has anyone missed paper, or are they all sort of happy on their with digital music bingo cards? No, no one has. Once they've experienced it, I think they just sort of accept it as like, that's what it is. And so I haven't had a lot of people, I've had anybody, uh, you know, come and ask for, you know, ask for paper. Um, and we're talking about one of, uh, one of my weekly venues where I do music bingo on Wednesday and then I do trivia on Thursday and trivia, you know, they, they do answer with paper and pencil and, 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 tear off and turn in their, you know, their answer sheet for whatever round, you know, we're, we're doing. And, um, those people that are used to using paper on Thursdays have not asked me for, you know, for, for paper on, on Wednesdays. And I think it's just because they accept that that's what it is. You know, uh, Sean, you and I were talking about the, uh, the potential for, uh, even moving my, uh, my trivia venues, uh, to more of a digital platform and, and what are some ways we could potentially do, um, you know, digital scoring. Uh, and there's just so many traps that come into to play with, with live trivia like that and using a phone to enter in your, you know, enter in your answers and stuff. So I'm, I'm happy that that music bingo is the digital platform. One of my first questions when I first added was, well, what happens if we're in a in a, if we're in a situation where I need, uh, you know, paper cards to uh, to be able to to do? I think I think Sean, I might have even emailed you uh, in the early stages and said, "Hey, is there a way to do uh, to do paper?" And um, frankly, I'm glad there. I'm glad that we didn't. I'm glad that we didn't sort of introduce the the paper thing because I wouldn't want to have to go back away from it. Um, because it would be something then that people were used to and didn't want to, you know, people are creatures of habit. And, uh, and I think right now the habit is digital and they're good with it. Yeah. I mean, you can thank COVID for that a bit, I guess. Um, yeah. 
I thought you were going to give me a chance to do one of my patented long, polite no's, but you took it care of it for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're welcome. The, the, the bill's in the mail. I'll invoice you. Well, and I feel like we did a video the other day where we were talking about, like, you know, the advantages of digital over paper. And some of them were really cool reasons. Like, I had one guy, I don't, maybe it was you. Someone had said that they've been playing music bingo at a venue for forever. And there was a guy that was in a wheelchair. And every single time he couldn't win bingo because he couldn't get to the stage ahead of anyone else. Uh... So he was like, I love this because he had an equal chance to win the game because he clicks the call bingo button and now he has time to roll up to the stage. That was like a real yeah. feel good. Like, oh man, we did that. <laughs> like, you know, by accident. Yeah. So that was- Yeah, you don't, cool. you don't even think of that impact, do you? Like the, as part of a digital app, you think, yeah, it's great. You're saving paper, you're saving ink, less hassle with- with dealing with paper, but I never thought of that as a benefit. I mean, it's great for that individual, isn't it? And probably for that well, whole venue. I, I can, I, I can say that what, that wasn't me by the way. Uh, but I can definitely, uh, I can definitely sympathize with that because I am, oh. you can't really see it, but I, I'm actually on a knee scooter right now because <laughs> I broke my foot in several places. Oh so I'm in like a boot and, all kinds of stuff right now uh, that happened since uh, since the last time you and I talked, Sean. So hopefully nothing happens, you know, now that we've talked again. But uh, well, here's, so been, here's your chance to tell a good story. How did you break your foot? It, better it be. is not a, even a good story. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me that. I've just been telling them that I flipped my vet, you know, and and uh, and or that I was base jumping or something. But the 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 true story is, and I I regret even bringing it up now but the uh the true story is i overstepped a curb and my heel hit the curb my toe went down my momentum pulled my uh, foot back behind me and uh and it it was it there are not there are not words it, it, it is not do it justice for it does not do it justice for me to say that it was painful but it, it was it was not a good day i'll put it that way so, and, and I've just been recovering for, it's, it was probably, I don't know, two and a half weeks ago, something like that. So I got three to four more weeks in the, uh, in, in the boot. So I'm becoming really good friends with my uh, knee rover. Well, if you need more, cause, cause that's a terrible story, but, um, another one, <laughs> so you, bad. you just answer like, you know, there was an old woman, she was stepping in from a bus. I pushed her out of the way. Cause that's a good one. And then the other yeah. one is cocaine's a hell of a drug, right? That's all you have to say. And people be like, got it. Um, yeah. and then finally, are you wearing a cast? Cause like people do wear, people I'm, wear casts. The, I'm the wearing last... a, I'm, I'm wearing an air cast. Oh, right. So it's one no of those well. that you, it's one of those that you put on and then you, you, you know, you have to pump up the air on both sides and stuff. I, I like it because the doctor is allowing me to take it off to shower. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can take it off to sleep, um, uh, provided I, I don't sleep aggressively um and i that's just it is what it is so I, I i have an air cast that i have to sort of adjust all the time and i think i think it's probably better than the traditional cast for sure but the, the traditional cast is fun because uh it's too bad if you ever meet anyone with a traditional cast and they ask you to sign it what you sign on it is um pay the 500 dollars or i break the other one and that's that's, what <laughs> that's good yeah <laughs> that's very good that's very good <laughs> <laughs> well on that note i think sean we will we will hush you and we will get trent to um 
give a little plug for his events. So if you want to advertise which what music bingo trivia nights you've got going on, um, our listeners would love to hear and we'd love to spread the word. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you can uh, look us up on uh, on any social media outlet, the Craft Quiz Company. Uh, there will be some um, uh, some dates that are thrown up there that are weekly. Uh, we do special events and uh, and private events as well. Uh, and if you're interested in uh, in adding any of those or any of the trivia or music music bingo events, uh, you can email at thecraftquizcompany at gmail dot com, um, or you and you have to spell out uh, company. Um, but we will, um, uh, we'd, we'd love to hear from, you know, from, from anybody that's interested, uh, if you want to, to attend or, or add anything, hit us up on social media, the craft quiz co, um, or the email, like I said, the craft quiz company at gmail.com. Cool. Perfect. You know, this conversation earlier inspired me. So I'll just end with this and see if you think this is a good idea. I'm thinking maybe every two weeks, Gemma, we, we have like some sort of meeting of hosts and we just meet and discuss ideas. Like, would you want to like some people view other hosts as their competition, but if they're in a different city or country, um, it's, I, I think an idea exchange is way better. <laughs> and, I, and I have, I have a unique, uh, uh, I guess, thought process on this. And I'm glad you brought this up because it's a really good point that I think people that are hosts need to hear. Um, meeting other hosts, is only ever good it's never bad because the more music bingo exists the more validated you are in what you're doing and the more you can potentially add and grow your business so anytime you meet another host i have genuinely i have never viewed anyone as competition uh sometimes sometimes i view products as a, as competition uh like if somebody else is doing trivia i want to see how they're doing it so that i can do it better um, yeah. but it doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that the host is, is anything other than that. So anytime, any, any place has music bingo, I'm like, good for you. Good for you. It's good for everybody. Well, I, I, like, I love this term co-opetition. Like you can actually be trying to encourage each other, learn something from them, up your game, improve your game. The longer you're in it, the, the only the better you're going to get if you're passionate about it. And, you know, we hear the odd stories of people trying to duke it out for a bar and it's, Usually whoever drives their price the lowest wins for a little while and then they run out of steam because they didn't actually, they're not even making enough to make a go of it. So they quit. And yeah. like, so it's the cycle that runs all the time. Um, same with bands I find in town too. <laughs> that happens too. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, we probably should wrap that, eh? Yeah. It was great having you on, Trent. Thank you for chatting uh, things music bingo with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Yeah. See you later, man. Have a good day. All right. Bye, Bye guys. See you next time. See you.